Welcome into BDP's Over Under. I'm your host, Money Matt. I got my co-host, Parley Paul, and we're going to guide you guys through NFL Week 15 action and what a week it's about to be. We're going to start off with our best bets, give you guys a nice little long shot with an underdog to win this week, give you guys Parley Paul's favorite segment, Parlays of the Week, and wrap it up with our bad beats from Week 14. So uh, let's get started. Welcome into Best Bets for NFL Week 15 action. Uh, Parley Paul, how did you do last week? And uh, what's your first bet, best bet for Week 15? I was hoping we could just skip over Week 14. Didn't really want to talk about it too much. And then let's just skip right uh, over it and get right into your best bets for this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, Week 14, we all know, was, uh, was kind of rough. Um, I did hit my long shot, which was cool. And I hit one of my best bets, which was nice. Um, yeah, it was but the I did max. have the Texans. The Supermax hit yeah. last week with the Packers minus six yeah, and a half. That was, that was crazy. And then, um, uh, yeah, I had the Texans who just got rolled by the Bears. Don't ever want to talk about that. Anyway, week 15, right? Yeah, right. On to the next one. What, what do you got for this week? Okay. So uh, my first best bet. I'm going to do Bills minus six over the Broncos. Um, I actually had checked yesterday. uh, The Bills were six and a half, but then I checked today and they were minus six. So, hey, if you can get the six, that's great. If it's at six and a half when you bet it, I still like it regardless. I really do like that bet. I I do like the Bills Uh, a lot for this game against the Broncos. Caliber teams here. Yeah, this is this is my favorite play of the week, like by far. Um, you got you got two completely different teams here. Uh, you got one who's on a roll right now in the Bills, and they just smacked the. Fr- I don't want to say smacked, but they beat down the you know your fraud Steelers pretty well. Um, in- the Steelers are frauds. I will I will hundred percent agree with that after last week. Yeah, they're. I'm, I'm telling you, that's they are not an undefeated. They are they are nowhere near an undefeated team, um, and. Uh, you know, and then, you know, you just got – so you got the Bills who just seem to have it all together, and then you got the Broncos who just seem to not have it all together at all. Josh Allen's on fire. He looks really good right now. This guy's thrown, like, 30 touchdowns already this year, and he's hitting Stephon Diggs like like no other right now. I mean, this is like Packers and – this is like – sorry, not Packers and Adams. This is like Rodgers and Adams right here. You got – I mean, Diggs is almost good for 90 to 100 receiving yards every single game right now. I, I, and I just don't see how that stops against the Broncos. They, they, they've allowed 350 points already this year. Denver is not going to have an answer for Josh Allen this week. Josh Allen's – his hand is way too hot. The Bills' defense is incredibly underrated, I think. Everyone talks about the Steelers, the Rams, the Colts, like their defense. Now, the Bills have actually done really well this year, and they have not received enough credit as I think they should have. Um, their secondary is decent, and they've been picking the ball really well this year to go along with the 31 sacks that they already have. I think if you combine that, you know, with the unbelievable passing game that they've had this year, I mean, it makes sense to see why this team has won 10 games this year. Um, and it will be at least a couple more. Drew Locke is coming off the best game of his career, but I do not see him even coming close to matching that against the Bills this week. Um, I think the Bills are for real. Um, I think they're going to win this game by a couple touchdowns, to be honest with you. But, hey, it's minus six. I think the line's honestly a little low. 
for the Bills against the Broncos, but this is my favorite pick of the week. Even if it goes to six and a half, like I said, I still take it. They're going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on this one. And actually, I'm going to make this a, a max play right here as well, a power play. Um, I love the Bills. Bills are actually on my list for uh, one of my best bets. I would honestly bet it down a little bit. Um, you can get it at four and a half for a minus 129, which is really good odds still. Uh, just to give yourself a little bit of breathing room on that bet. The Bills, like you said, have been on fire. Josh Allen is having a career season this year. Him him and Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley are just having an, just a fun time out on the field. Every single time you see him out there, Josh Allen is just slicing and dicing the defense with those two wide receivers. Uh, their run game's not bad either. I mean, they got Zach Moses. They got Devin Singletary. And I cannot think of the third running back that is in that backfield. But um, they have a solid backfield. And their defense, like you said, is finally becoming that defense that everyone thought at the beginning of the season are finally coming into form uh, towards the end of the season, which is right when you want to start having all of the things come together, which seems like the Bills have right now. So Bills, power play. But I would bet it down to four and a half uh, just because you can get really good odds with that. And you save yourself a couple points. I know you don't get the payout that you'd want, but... I still think minus 2029, Bills minus four and a half. So I'm on your team this week, Parlay Paul. And uh, no, I, can't, I, I can't believe it. Oh my God. That was, that was way too quick for us to be on the same page. I know. One and O on power plays. Let's make it two and O after this week. So what is your second uh, best bet this week since we both like the Bills? I do not think you'll like my second best bet nearly as much as the first. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs minus two and a half. Over your Saints. Yes, this will definitely um, not be a double power play this week. This, Yeah, I knew that one was coming. Um, but I, I really like Chiefs minus two and a half over Saints. It's looking more and more like it's going to be Hill over Breeze in the QB slot um, this week. But that does not change my pick regardless of who's there. Um, I like buying a point here, taking the Chiefs by three instead of four. Even though Patrick Mahomes threw three picks last week, three picks to go. Now he has a total of five through three interceptions against the Dolphins, it did not affect his ability to come back and play like the best quarterback in football that he is. Uh, he was still throwing absolute strikes to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and he looked sharp regardless of him you know, throwing the ball to the Dolphins three times. The Chiefs are consistent. The Chiefs limit their mistakes, and they seem to come back from them. So that is what I'm looking for right now in this shootout that should be on Sunday. The Saints, on the other hand, do not carry that same consistency in my eyes. Um, I think that I think most teams have figured out Hill for the most part. Like his trickery could only get him so far. He seems too obvious out there. Every time I watch a Saints game, I'm like, I, I know what you're going to do with the ball. As soon as you get the ball, I'm just waiting for you to just run it up the middle or do something that quarterbacks usually do not do. That was working for him in the past, but it doesn't seem to be working for him too much right now. I mean, we, we just know what he's doing half the time. And meanwhile, you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, who have a playbook literally built of all kinds of surprises that we just seem to, you know, see every single week. You got, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes that could just do it all out there. And I don't think the Chiefs are a team that could have lost to the Eagles and their rookie quarterback last week. That's just something that I think those inconsistencies in the Saints have led them to, just maybe losing an upset like that. I don't think that's something the Chiefs would have done. And, you know, the Chiefs are the best offense in football. And I expect them to just light up the scoreboard here against the Saints. I don't think by any means that the Chiefs are going to win this game by 20 points. I don't think it's going to be a game like that. 
But when I'm looking at these teams and I'm weighing in on both the weaknesses, the Chiefs seem to appear to have a, you know the more well-rounded team. And you know what? There's a reason they're undefeated on the road. I don't see it changing here. I think Chiefs minus two and a half is a great play for Sunday. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, fun game. But I'm all over the Chiefs minus two and a half. See, you got to remember, the Saints have the number one defense in the NFL. So this is going to be a number one defense versus the number one offense. Right. If Drew right. Brees was in the game, this would be a very different game, I think. Um, Taysom Hill, like you said, very inconsistent. I do not think Taysom Hill is the future of the Saints as a Saints fan. Um, I really wish we would throw Jameis in there just to be able to figure out what he would do. But that's rather than here nor there. Um, I honestly don't hate the play. I'm not going to be blinded by fandom when it comes to this pick. I think the Chiefs are a great play, minus two and a half against the Saints. Um, I'm not going to make it my best bet of the week because I would not do that against my favorite team. But uh, I do think that the Chiefs will have a great opportunity to win. I think it'll be a close game because I think the Saints defense will keep them in it for the most part. But uh, honestly, it just kind of depends on what Taysom Hill you're going to get. And I don't see his consistency in the passing game leading the Saints to a win. So I like the two and a half on that. I like buying a point like we always do. Uh, My last best bet of... Week 15, uh, it's going to be the Dolphins on the money line versus the Patriots. Uh, Dolphins are facing the Patriots for the second time this year. Patriots got them earlier this year, but those two teams are very, very different now than they were then. Uh, The Patriots are coming off a horrible loss against the Rams. Dolphins coming off a pretty good loss against the Chiefs. I don't know if you can really say you have a good loss, (laughs) but um, they showed a lot of effort in that game. They came back when they were down 30-10, I'm pretty sure. And um, I actually had the spread in that game on the Dolphins, so thank you for that last second field goal. That did not mean anything, but they covered for me. Uh, Dolphins screwed me earlier this year when I had them on the money line against the Broncos. I uh, mean, you thought, what is Vegas thinking? I don't think they'll do that again to us. Uh, Tua has looked good. That defense picked off Patrick Mahomes three times last week, and the Patriots has no offense this year. They rely on Cam Newton to run the ball, who consistently cannot do that right now their run game is horrible in general their defense gave up a bunch of points to the rams last week because their offense is so bad Um, and i think the dolphins will be able to i think it'll be a close game because it is a division game and they are division rivals but i think the dolphins will be able to take this one and uh, really increase their chances for the playoffs and increase your bank account with the win this week yeah, I mean, I, I really like that pick. Um, and it just seems like every single time the Patriots are slightly underdogs, for some reason, they make games a lot closer than you think they should. Um, but I, I really like the pick. I don't see why the Dolphins shouldn't be able to beat a Patriots team. And so I I, I really, I, I'm, I'm all over the money line pick. I wouldn't really want to mess with spreads in this game just because you never know what the Patriots are going to do in the fourth quarter. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm all over the, I'm all over Dolphins money line. Yeah. And the great thing about this game is, is that it's a pick em. It is Dolphins minus one. So realistically, there's no point in betting on the spread there. You might as well yeah. bet the money line and uh, save yourself the worry about the points. So uh, we will take Dolphins money line and that'll take us into a segment where you can make a little more money. And it's long shot of the week. Long shots of the week. Uh, This is definitely one of my favorite segments because you can make a little bit more money when you bet on these underdog teams. And uh, I will start it off, Parlay Paul. My long shot for this week is going to be the Bears on the money line. Now, I know we said we're not going to bet the Bears until maybe 2026 last week. 
But I'm taking them this week in the long shot. They looked really good last week. Surprisingly against the Texans, which was your best bet of the week. I was 100% with you behind the Texans, but the Bears stepped up last week. And the crazy thing I saw today was that Mitch Trubisky had a better passer rating than Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson last week. And we all know the story behind that, where they were all in the same draft, and Mr. Bisky <laughs> traded up, yada, yada, yada. But I think the Bears are going to do a little baby run at the end of the season. They may not make the playoffs, but this little run at the end of the season may save Mr. Bisky's job and may save uh, the head coach's job as well as the general manager of the Bears. And I really think that the Bears against the Vikings, the Vikings were horrible last week because of Dan Bailey. And I don't think they're going to find a kicker in the next seven days, especially with COVID <laughs> protocols. So I think the Vikings without their kicker is a huge problem. I mean, I know they screwed me last week when I had them on the spread against the Buccaneers. They would have covered the spread for me. I had them at 10.5, and, and they lost by 12. And Dan Bailey left 10 points on the board. And I think that's going to be a huge issue going against this Bears defense. This Bears defense is a bend-don't-break defense, and they do not give up a lot of touchdowns. And the Vikings, without a kicking game, are going to have to go for it multiple times. And I think if the Bears can just be semi-competent on offense, they'll be able to have a great chance at winning this game. It's a rival game in the division. And it was close on Monday Night Football a few weeks ago. And I think the Bears will will be able to win this game. It'll be a close one, and the formula has it close. But I think the Bears will be able to squeak one out here. It definitely will be close, and there's not there's not many you know good things to say about the Bears, and especially after I just ripped them last week. I don't want to like you know all of a sudden put on my Bears jersey and start hyping them up, but you do have a Cubs sweatshirt I, on, so it wouldn't surprise me if you Cubs, threw that out right now. But but you know what? It it's it stops right there with the Chicago teams. I'm a Cubs fan, and then we go you know, and then we go over to Texas and we go to the Cowboys. But you know what? I I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like the pick. It, it, for me, it's just so hard to put anything on the Bears. But you know what? They do have a good defense, like you said. And that defense could really step up. And I think not having a kicker could really change that game, like the whole complexion of that game for the Vikings. So, you know, I, I actually I actually, I do like the pick. Um, I know it's your long shot, so you do have them on the money line. I actually might just, you know, take the points, uh, you know, with the Bears. I like them on the spread as well. Yeah, plus three and a half, so. So, so I think, I think I'll be on that. Um, but it is the bears, but you know what? They, they just, they went off and I think, um, I forgot how many points exactly they scored against the Texans, but that was the most they've scored all season in any, yeah, 36. Unbelievable. I can't believe that happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't hate the pick, you know, out of all the long shot bets, um, that are available for this week, that definitely would be at the top of my list. All right. We'll see what you got then. All right, well, here we go. And this is not a biased pick. I have not no, gone officially go. insane yet. Here we go. But, but you know what? I am taking the Cowboys over the Niners. I am. Uh, Cowboys are underdogs on Sunday. And uh, I really, I truly believe in the most unbiased way, I really think they will upset the 49ers. Uh, this is one of the greatest NFL rivalries, you know, just dating back a long time ago. But because both teams are just so trash this year, there's not going to be that much excitement surrounding this game in general. I don't think it's just going to be watched by the entire world. This is not going to be like a Super Bowl viewed game. But I will not have this game on. I know you won't. You won't have any Cowboys game on just in spite of me. But I know the Cowboys defense is just god awful. You've reminded me every single week. You don't even have to remind me. I just have to look at the score. But the Niners offense is atrocious. I mean, 
I can't emphasize how horrible that offense has has looked all year. And as much as the Cowboys have just been beaten down with injuries this year, I may even feel worse for the 49ers this season. This team's been throttled with bad luck this year, and their confidence is nowhere near where it was last year with that storybook season that they had. Meanwhile, the Cowboys might be the more motivated last place team in this one with still the slimmest chance to take down the NFC East. I doubt it. I'm just saying like the fact that there's still a chance there gives them a reason to, you know, to fight in this game. Um, and you know, the Niners, the Niners don't, they, 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 they don't have any drive right now. And, you know, they'll be trying to fix their problems later in the off season and, you know, next year, but this matchup between Andy Dalton and, you know, struggling Zeke, versus Nick Mullins will be a game that will be not not very exciting. You know, like I said, not many people are going to be tuning in for this one. But I'm going to bet the Cowboys to sneak in a win here at home. I think Cowboys are coming off a great win last week, while football team just absolutely showed up the Niners. And Money Matt, mark my words, this will be the time the Cowboys win when I pick this team on our show. It's going to be a good day. Let's go, boys. We're going to get our fifth win of the year. Dallas Cowboys money line over Niners. That's my upset, and it's going to hit. It's not a crazy pick. Uh, honestly, would stay away from that game just entirely because I don't trust <laughs> either team to do anything correct in that game. Um, Andy Dalton had a great win last week, but it was against his former team, the Bengals. And honestly, I, I'm, I just saw an injury report that Zeke may or may not play. I don't know even know if that affects yeah. you at all because Zeke just has been horrible all year. He's been on my yeah. fantasy team, so I know that. Um, yeah, honestly, I have no opinion on that game. Honestly, could care less about that game because it really is going to be one that is just kind of on in the background and red zone will probably go to it once during the entire afternoon. So, um, excited to see, hopefully you win, uh, have nothing against it, but just honestly could care less about that game. And, but there is something I could care about and that is our next segment and it's Parlay of the Week. Parlays of the week for week 15. Everybody knows this is Parlay Paul's favorite segment, so we're going to let him go last and think about it and hopefully give you guys a great one this week. But I will start us off. I'm going to use one of our best bets. I'm actually going to use two of our best bets. We're going to go Bills minus four and a half. We are buying a couple points here. I know it's either at six or six and a half, depending on the gambling site you're using. But I love the Bills, minus four and a half in this game. They're on fire. The Broncos, they do have a good defense. I will give them that. Drew Locke had a great game last week, but don't see that happening again this week. And I'm buying the points just for safety reasons because it is in my parlay. And I always like to buy a couple points whenever I can get it at minus 129. So Bills, minus four and a half. Dolphins on the money line, like I talked about earlier. Love the Dolphins in this situation. Let's not worry about the points. Let's just take the Dolphins on the money line. And my last one is going to be Packers minus six. So the spread for this game is eight and a half. They're playing the Panthers. I think they're going to be able to take them down fairly easy. Aaron Rodgers will probably have a heyday with that defense because they've been horrible and they gave up like 35 points to Drew Locke last week. So Aaron Rodgers is probably going to have a career day and throw seven touchdown passes. But I'm buying it down a couple points because you just never know. And six points makes me feel happy, makes me feel comfortable with this game. And that is my parlay. Just three teams, Bills minus four and a half, Packers minus six, and the Dolphins on the money line. $20 will make you 111. 
and I think it's a fairly easy one that we can hit this week. Trying to get back on track. I know I've only hit one this year for you guys, but I'm hoping this will be two. What are your thoughts on this parlay, Paul? Um, I actually, I, I, I love that parlay. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm obsessed with that Dolphins pick, but it's def, I definitely would want to have Dolphins money line in some of my bets. I really think they're going to win that game. Uh, I think that spread for that Packers game is a little too high, so I really like how you bought some points there. I think that the Packers should have no problem winning the game. I think that they shouldn't have a problem winning by a touchdown. I think the eight and a half might be a little tricky, but I like how you bought, you know, what was it, like two and a half points you yeah, bought? Yeah, two and a half points, down to six, just in case they win by, you know, there's so many extra points missed, especially last week. Right. It was like the fury of kickers missing. So keep it at six, just in case they miss an extra point, and you don't lose your bet off that. Right, and, you know, just like you said, there's been so many missed. So, I mean, you know, maybe buy you know, that two and a half just for comfort. I actually, I really like that parlay. Um, probably will bet it, and if it doesn't hit, I will request a refund from you and BDP. Anyway, um, so here we go. My parlay of the day. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Week 14 because Week 14 never happened in my eyes. So uh, that's behind us. All that BS. It's not going to happen again, though. Uh, anyways, let's dive into one of the safer 10-team parlays that I've created um, in my years. Um, I'm not saying a 10-teamer is safe, but I'm, I'm, I am saying that I'm trying to make it as safe as it could be for a ticket this large. Uh, no parlay is safe, Money Matt. We know that. But, you know, this is why I'll be the one skydiving and you'll be the one taking my pictures in the plane. That is if you could even get on the plane. Um, but, you know, you know I love you and you know that I love, you know, making parlays with you, but... I mean, let's just face it, you know, you, you're just, you're a really safe guy. And I, I respect that about you, but you know, your, your risk factor is it's nowhere, it's nowhere near mine. And you know, that's why my life is let's so exciting. Just, you know, just... Let's just get on with the parlay. <laughs> what is it? Now that we've had this whole introduction, the 10 leg parlay, let's hear it. All right, there we go. Here's the 10 teamer. So Bill's money line over the Broncos. We got Packers money line over the Panthers, Colts money line over the Texans, Titans money line over the Lions. We got the Ravens money line over the Jags. I big time teased Cowboys plus seven and a half over the Niners. Football team big time teased plus ten and a half over the Seahawks. Bucks money line over the Falcons. Chiefs money line over the Saints and the Steelers money line over the Bengals to 10 team. I, I think pretty safe parlay uh, $20 to pay 220. I know what you're thinking. I just read you a novel of teams, but you know what? I did money line on, what was it eight out of 10 of those? I think all those money lines should hit. And I big time teased those NFC East teams, the Cowboys and football team. I think they're going to have no problem covering, you know, the spread that I created that big. I really like this parlay. I know it's going to be big. Don't even don't even watch all of them. I think halftime you should just maybe get a drink, sit down, enjoy, and then maybe check back in, you know, the afternoon, you know, late afternoon and see, oh my god, parlay Paul's doing it, parlay Paul, you know, and then and then we're all going to have a good time on Sunday, you know, some of the I have one Saturday game in here, actually two Saturday games, both of them are in here. So let's try to get two of those off and just eight more teams for, for Sunday. And then we got this. 
What do you, you think? There's nothing more that I love than a easy 10 leg parlay. <laughs> um, as you described it, I mean, I don't hate it, but 10 legs, I, I, I have three legs and it's almost half the money that you're making in 10. So that's all I'm going to say on it. Um, I, you know, parlay Paul at it again with another crazy parlay for you guys. Um, yeah, he's nothing but interesting if, if, if nothing else. So, uh, we'll move on to our last segment. Uh, and it's bad beats of the week. Bad beats of the week for NFL week 14 action. And week 14 was definitely the week of bad beats. Uh, all around, there were a lot of games that ended horrendously for a lot of betters. And, uh, Parley Paul, just start us off. Tell us the one bad beat you had this week. I know I had a few, so give us the best one you had this past week. I I really didn't even want to talk about this ever again, but, I mean, if we are talking about my bad beat, you know, I will bring it up. And, of course, it, it was the very last game. It had to wait to the very end for me. But the worst bad beat of my life, the Browns plus three and a half over the Ravens. Um. I, I had bet it the day before. I bought the extra half a point just in case it was going to come down to a three-point game. And my God, with two seconds left, it, it did. It did come down to a three-point game. Um, it was an exciting game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that, it was just like touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. It was just back and forth between you know both offenses here. And Lamar, once again, could not throw the ball because he's not a quarterback. I know that you know you're gonna you're gonna bash on my Lamar slander again, but he's not a quarterback. But he looked really good as a running back. You know, he had two rushing touchdowns and a bunch of rushing yards this game. Uh, Mayfield had a field day, one of the best games of his career. Um, you know, it was, it was an absolute shootout. Ninety points scored in this game, and if you weren't watching on Monday, you really missed a great game. Now, unfortunately. Everyone did not bet the same thing. So, you know, if you were like me and had Browns plus three and a half, that last play made you go absolutely insane. Um, you know, at, at, at no point in this game did I think like, um, or sorry, there were so many points in this game that I was like, well, I'm out of this. It's not going to work. But did not think like that with two seconds left. The, Ra- the Ravens kicked that field goal, you know, two seconds left on the clock. I'm like, there we go. I did it. I honestly actually had turned away from the TV I gave my brother a high five, and I was all excited. But it's football, and something has to go wrong. Baker Mayfield can't just throw his Hail Mary, send a prayer in the air, and you know just do that. No, he has to get cute with it, do his multilateral, all the way back to Landry in the back of the end zone, make it a safety. It's a five-point game for the Ravens. They win it. I just, I still cannot believe it. I'm starting to get frustrated again talking about this. I, I stared at my TV for a good 30 minutes just trying to think, is there any way that like this didn't happen or is, is this done? Is it official? Nope. It, it was official. I couldn't talk for the rest of the night. I don't know how something like that happens, but man, that was by far, I think the worst beat I've had since I have started betting. Yeah, definitely a brutal bad beat. Uh, watching that game, you always see those crazy lateral plays at the end. Normally they end with the ball going out of bounds or a player going down and not lateraling it back. But uh, that game ended in a safety, could have been a touchdown, um, but they gave him a safety, and I know a lot of people who lost money on that game. Um, but yeah, definitely a rough and brutal bad beat there. Um, I had a couple last week. Um, you know, I'll give an honorable mention to Dan Bailey. 
uh, for missing 10 points and me losing my bet because he just could not figure out where the field goal was. Uh, <laughs> but my other bad beat was the Falcons. Uh, I had them as my long shot of the day. They were tied 17-17, uh, driving down the field, and Matt Ryan throws a pick. And I'm thinking, all right, well, looks like this one's over. So Justin Herbert gets the ball, starts driving down the field. With about a minute left, he throws a pick. I'm like, all right, we're alive. Matt Ryan drives down the field again. They get in field goal range for Young Way Koo, and he throws another pick. And then <laughs> the Chargers, in the most Charger fashion, somehow hit a 50, I think it was a 55-yard field goal yeah. uh, from Michael Badgley, and they get the win. Uh, I hated the Falcons before. Because I'm a Saints fan, I hate the Falcons even more now <laughs> after that game. I uh, honestly can't believe they didn't win that game. They had every chance to win that game. I don't, I don't know if you saw in the first half where Anthony Lynn ran the ball with about 22 seconds left. And they were down about the five-yard line. And then they could not get a playoff, and the halftime happened. They had 22 seconds where they had 22 people on the field, I think, when Michael Badgley kicked that field goal because they couldn't figure out if the offense was supposed to be on the field or the special teams. And they lost to that team. They lost to a team that couldn't figure out how many players were supposed to be on the field. And, uh, yeah, so the Falcons are really uh, on my list of teams that I do not want to bet for in, in any time, in any capacity in the near future. Um, Parley Paul, last words for our viewers. I know you always have a nice little holiday message for them. Let's hear it this week. You know, guys, as our journey is near an end and I, I am running out of time, um, you know, guys, I only have three weeks left, including this week, um, three weeks left to hit my parlay of the week. Please have faith in me, guys. Even just throw a few bucks on it if you want. You don't have to throw 20. Throw a few just in support of Parlay Paul. Um, do whatever's comfortable for you. But if you don't hit it with me, I feel like I didn't even win myself. Half the fun is knowing that Yes, I'm going to quote it again. We are all in this together. Uh, that is the line I'm going to leave you with as we kick off week 15. Good luck to you all. I love you. Minus money, Matt. I love all you guys. Parley Paul with some inspirational words, as always. We're all in this together. And speaking of togetherness, make sure you guys are following us on all social media. We got TikTok. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. At the Big D Picks or at Big D Picks on all of those social media accounts. We give out free picks every week for NCAA football as well as the NFL. Some of the picks that we put on there are not from this podcast, so make sure you guys are following on there. It is free, absolutely free, to get those picks, as well as going to bigdickpicks.com to be able to subscribe to our full list of picks, which we will have up very, very soon for you guys. So make sure you guys are following on all those platforms to be able to get. Free content. What, what did I say, Parley Paul? I said free content is what I said. So make yeah, sure you I, guys I, I are following like on there. And everybody loves a nice little holiday gift this week and this year. And so we're giving that to you guys on all the platforms. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our episode and enjoy spending every week with us like we do with you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>